Meeple Might, episode 25, a podcast relishes. Welcome to Meeple Might, a podcast about board games past, present, and future, and the stories behind them. In today's episode, we discuss our recent plays and make a special channel announcement. I'm Andrew Caprell, and here's my co-host, Josh Knight. Hey, good evening, everyone. All right, so the special announcement is that we are no longer sponsored by our friends over Ginger Beer. We're actually (laughs) sponsored by Urban Orchard and their wonderful beverages down in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh. Please stop by (laughs) Urban Orchard at their two convenient locations. All right, anyways, um, how you been, man? Uh, Good. It's been three weeks. Not since I've seen you, but since we recorded, so I'm like a little out of practice on how we do this this whole shindig i have absolutely zero notes so going completely by the zero. seat of my pants well that's <laughs> zero more than you usually write <laughs> got him got him uh i mean usually i have uh something past the intro written at least you know but i didn't have a game oh. to review this time so i didn't have to do that prep and so i was like yeah. man it's just recent plays i can totally wing wing that wing jit wing it so uh I don't know. Yeah, personal life just been a range of things. Just kind of living in the fast lane, still doing the uh, the homeschool thing. Nicole's been interviewing for jobs. We talked about that a little bit before the episode started. Um, I don't know. We went to Michigan for a week. That was, I think, the reason. Well, it's the reason I forgot that we were recording. Yeah. Uh, and so it's the reason we're, we were a week behind. And I don't know. It's games is like a roller coaster. It's been like, oh man, I haven't played anything. Like, bam, 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 three nights in a row, yeah. and then nothing for a while. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like nothing specific that I can think of that's really been on my mind lately. I haven't been reading. That's been on my mind. Oh, that's plaguing. Well, you, plaguing. You should me. be wa- you should be watching Moon Knight. I'm actually fantastic. Uh, you you can make fun of me for this and our listeners, but. I'm actually bummed because the latest season of Bridgerton came out and I'm not able to watch my daytime television anymore with the kids being home. I know. See, I pegged you more as as the world turns or the days of our lives. (laughs) Yeah. The true soap opera, not like these fake Netflix romantic comedy soap operas. Yeah. Despicable. (laughs) Mm. Oh boy. Bridgerton's got well, this fun modern twist though. It does like modern music and they put it in like the classical style. And then if you're not if you're not into rom-coms, it's irrelevant and stereotyping based on that. I think we have two female listeners. We our listeners probably are not rom-com people, but Yeah, and I actually don't like to laugh at all. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I tell or people at up. work that No, not at all. <laughs> I I tell people at work I'm a great radiologist and a bad comedian. It usually gets about 2% of people laughing. I made sure I didn't laugh just for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mentioned Asheville, North Carolina, yeah. and we went back. Yeah. We can't stop going there. <laughs> I love that place. So we, we did a baby moon. You know, that's such the millennial thing to do now. 
yeah. go celebrate your uh, <laughs> yeah, before kiddo pops out. So we went to Western North Carolina. Uh, one of our friends, one of her best friends had a cabin in the mountains. So we went up there, hung out, and we also went down to Asheville for a couple of days. Uh, boy, we had so much food. You felt like uh, I was going to pop. Maybe I was <laughs> Maybe 20 were, weeks yeah. pregnant. But... Uh, so that was a lot of fun. We actually played a lot of games on that trip, and that's nice. one of the, that, the great things of going is, to Asheville. Is that where the great uh, heated game of Dominion was happening? Yes. That was actually at our new sponsor, Auburn Orchard. Oh, nice. Fantastic place for so many different beverages of your choosing. <laughs> so was that just that was just you and Veronica on the trip? Yep. Or? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Just two of us. Well, we did have the dogs. Yeah. We it's hard to go anywhere without them. Right, for sure. Yeah, I mean that was uh, always hard. Hard. Our, that what made it hard Arr, for us. Hard, 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 hard. This episode brought to you by pirates. <laughs> uh, but not really. Uh, no, that was nah. what was always hard for us to travel with the dog. It's just like, and it was only one dog. So yeah. But sure. we had a good trip. We played a lot of games, and some of them, which I'll be discussing here in a moment. But before we get into that, I wanted to do a kind of a not my usual theme of games I've been playing. I wanted to do a Lost Ruins of Arnak recap, and specifically mm. the new expansion. Nice. Because I got it to the table, and like uh, if you remember back to whatever episode four or five where we said what makes a good expansion, this one added more guardians items and artifacts but it added new asymmetric starting abilities and decks yep and it also added two new temple tracks that you can put on the board itself which is fun all right so there's six characters i played through all of them i'm not going to get through all the details but i'm just going to at least highlight for the listeners uh a few of the things that i really enjoyed maybe this is something that piques your interest that hey maybe i should actually give that game a try so uh the the key with it is the claim is that each of these characters are overpowered, though I found that there's one character called the Baroness. She was best suited for me. Yeah, I, I actually went through all my scores. I also went through how well did I perform and how much did I actually like the character. She was the one for she's me. The one she's the one who gets special deliveries or something? Yeah. yeah. When, so when she buys item cards, you have one action that allows you to add an item you just purchased into your hand. Mm, nice. So instead of adding it to the bottom of your yeah. deck, your draw deck... I achieved my best score with her. She just clicked with me. So the one that actually didn't click, and I don't know if you know It's going to be the one that I wanted the most. Can I guess first? Go. The one, it's like the mystic guy who you get a bunch of fear. Oh, okay. Darn. No, I I do hate having fear. I hate things that (laughs) clog up my deck. You're not wrong with that. I'll get into him in a moment. So the one that didn't click was the explorer. So she's weird. She utilizes these snack tokens to move her single worker snack around. Token? I know, snack tokens. <laughs> it's very weird. But her ability was nice because you could actually avoid guardians, but I just couldn't manage to get the right timing with her. Mm. Eh, fine, whatever. Yeah. The other thing I'll say about this is that the temple tracks are more challenging. And they even offer better rewards. Now, I played a few games with the original Temple Tracks, and then I mixed in the expansion ones. I'm not sure I would go back to the originals again now that I've seen these more advanced ones. At least for solo, I probably wouldn't do it. If I'm playing with new people or maybe I haven't played in a while with others, I would choose the originals. But I just wanted to give my overall thoughts and comment that I love my experience with this game. 
The expansion adds exactly what I want, and Lost Ruins of Arnak remains in my top 10. In fact, over the last couple of months, I've been playing more and more of my top 10 games, and I realized why they're in my top 10. And I'm starting to sell other games, or call, as the, the business says, yeah. because I want more time to play my favorites. They are fantastic for a reason. So I would say if you like Lost Ruins of Arnak, this is a no-brainer expansion, in my opinion. Which is why I picked it up, basically. Uh, but not Based not, on my recommendation? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> At least in conjunction. Um, I CGE, mean, please. Yeah, yeah please every, reach out to me. Everybody's been raving about it, so... Uh, you mean me? Yeah, yeah including you. You, it's kind you, of a big deal. You may have been the one who pushed me over the edge. I don't remember, but yeah, I decided yeah, right. to to pick it up. I think to Nicole's chagrin, she was uh, said I should just wait since we know you have it and uh, um, James has it. So there was no reason for me to have it, but the reason you was I it. wanted it. Yeah, well, you know something reason. else you could you could pick up is a delicious cider in <laughs> Urban Orchard. Well, no, you have it, so I don't need to have it because you're drinking it right now, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Explains Just a lot. Seeing you enjoy it is enough enjoyment for me. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Is this flavor, everybody? Go to your local. <laughs> I can't do it. Is that really what it's called? Welcome to the jungle. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how thematic for our Arnak discussion. You did that on purpose. And it'll be even more thematic when you find out what the theme of our baby's room is going to be. Is it a jungle? <laughs> it's a jungle out there. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, did you want to uh, carve through some of our recent plays? Yeah, let's uh, split into those. All right, Josh. So for recent plays, I have absolutely no theme that I can see right here. My theme is games I've played in the last three weeks. Wow, that's <laughs> that's really cool. You know, that's way better than mine. Narrowed down to three. Wow. Yeah. Games I won at. Oh, wait. I could make it games I've played with Josh, but I wanted to add a couple, you know, that we didn't play together. Which I think you fair. might have played all of the ones. We'll see. All right. What are they? All right. My first one that I want to talk about, kind of going back to your uh, playing the top games. This isn't really a top game necessarily, but it's been a while since I've played it, and it's by one of my favorite designers, who I'm thinking might actually be my favorite designer. And that's Vladimir Suhi is the designer. Published by Delicious Games slash Rio Grande. And that would be Underwater Cities with the New Discoveries expansion. Of course. So I got that in and wanted to give it a shot with that. And uh, so Underwater Cities, for those that don't know, is kind of a hand management worker placement kind of game tableau i would say builder. tableau building yeah yeah so it, like you have a hand of three cards and those are your workers in a sense i mean you have actual workers but if you're you have to play a card every time you send a worker out and if your card color which is either yellow orange or green or maybe it's red yellow green something like that yeah whatever one of three colors. If it matches 
the worker placement spot, then you get to take the action on the card as well. So it's kind of like a little extra oomph to your worker placement spot that you can control in your hand, hopefully. Uh, and then there's a, a huge engine slash tableau building aspect to it that uh, I played it with Brian, our friend, and he just like took off with this. Hmm. Uh, I, so New Discoveries adds in starting player powers, asymmetric, asymmetric boards, and most importantly, boards that have uh, uh, dual layers. Um, so, yeah, we didn't play the museum side. We just played the high, highly asymmetric version of the game. And he was able to very easily identify the path to victory for him <laughs> and crushed me by, I think, like 40 or 50 points. Wow. But <laughs> we were we were scoring money at the end, and he was like, uh, I was like, okay, I got five points, but you know, you're up by forty, and you have more money than me, anyways. So <laughs> wow. that's helpful. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know, but I still had a really good time. I like what this expansion does for the game. I uh, no surprise, I like asymmetric starting powers and having something give me a little bit of direction. And I really like how this game kind of has you navigate. Uh, between deciding whether you want to take the exact perfect worker placement action that you really need mm -hmm. or use that card benefit. Um, I mean, probably 70 to 80% of the time in a like two-player game, I've never played it solo, uh, you can get what you want. Uh, it's when your hand doesn't give you the color you want. That's mm -hmm. when it's bad. And so I had... I tried to build an engine that would mitigate that a little bit with having a hand size of four instead of three and something that let me draw extra cards. So I was always drawing two. Yeah. Um, but Brian didn't do that, and he just uh, went full bore into building cities and worked out for him. But, yeah, so, I mean, I like that there's a lot of different ways to play it. Yeah, it's and, really good. And, yeah. I, I don't think it quite rises to the level of Praga, uh, hmm. which I think is my favorite Suki game still but I think this is my second favorite I still have yet to play Last Will and Shipyard and Messina right pre-ordered <laughs> out of point <laughs> yeah if you like to lose I'd recommend the solo mode for this yeah <laughs> it, I I think I played it four or five times still haven't beat it Oh wow, it's that hard. Tough, huh? You got to. Well, you, you to have 100. to build seven cities too, right? You have to build seven cities and get to a hundred points. So trying mm -hmm. to achieve both is very difficult. Yeah, but you you hit the nail on the head with. I think you can only optimize. I, I, that's the way I would call it is optimize having the same collar and the worker placement position. Yeah. I think you could probably only do it about seventy five, eighty percent of the time. Yeah. So and you're and then it's stuck. what you do. Yeah. yeah, it's what you do with that that twenty percent that really. Makes makes or breaks, yeah. It does, but it's a fantastic game. Uh, I still, it's in. If it's not in my top ten, I think it's just outside of it. it I think it could very well be right there at number ten for me. I I really yeah. enjoy it. I just kind of play it again. Is that your favorite Suki game then? Definitely. Uh, yeah. Praga was good, but I preferred this. Yeah, Praga I, I think, had yeah. a neat package in a short time frame. I really like that, but I there's just something about this. It, it's it's sort of like if you want to call all these games like barbecue, this is the ribs. Sometimes you want ribs. Sometimes you want that media experience. Sometimes yeah. you just want some pulled pork. Yeah. That's Praga. Praga is pulled pork. 
it's good. It's solid. I don't think I would turn it down, but sometimes I just want the ribs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling in all sorts of North Carolina references. Okay. Okay? I'm getting (laughs) them out of my way before we move to South Carolina. Uh, I think they still have barbecue in South Carolina. It's not the same. Maybe not Myrtle. Well, it's still not going to be the same. Isn't South Carolina style barbecue a thing? Like the mustard based sauce? Yeah, who puts mustard on there? I'm I sorry for that, any listeners. That, that is my favorite. Oh, get out. All right, we're not friends anymore. We're oh, not we're not I playing love. Blood Rage this week together. <laughs> That's it. You're out. I'll be eating mustard yeah. by itself. Who eats that? Mustard is great for hot dogs and pretzels, okay? And barbecue sauce. No, get out of here. All right, anyways. So my banter topic, I'm going to let you finish this one. How many does it take to tango? Two. So let's three. talk about two-player games. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So, and in fact, these are not just games I played with only Veronica. Uh, there, there's plenty of others out there, too. So the first one we're going to talk about is a game called A Little Wordy. Yes, A Little Wordy by Matthew Inman. And it's designed or published by Exploding Kittens, which you, you think this is just going to be a write-off. This is stupid. It's not. <laughs> Because here's the thing. We were looking at the game section at Target, which we've always do, and we noticed this game. And I remember Tom Vassell had liked it. It surprised him because of the company it was coming from, right? Exploding Kittens usually is not his type of game, but he enjoyed this one. So what is it? It's a head-to-head word-guessing game where you are given seven consonants and four vowels and must create a word. Then shuffle those tiles to hand to your opponent who must guess your secret word. But don't worry, because you get help cards, which could give you the first letter, the word length, or even a word that rhymes with it. The trick is, each of those help cards give your opponent berries. That's right, berries. And whoever has the most berries by the end wins. So you could theoretically lose even if you guess the word right or first, because you use like the more expensive help cards, which gave more berries to your opponent. So this game plays at about 10 minutes. We typically play this at best like two out of three. All right. So first off, Veronica, don't play with her. What I call her in previous (laughs) games, the assassin. Uh, She's really good at this. So instead, (laughs) if you want to feel better, play against my mom. Um, I chose the word fondant. I thought that was a good, clever term. Mm -hmm. She looks at me and goes, what the hell is fondant? (laughs) This is after I already beat her. So again, it's it's kind of clever. You pick your own words, yeah. and and it doesn't matter if you're a vocabulary. It's not like Scrabble. We have to be great at spelling things. You can use yeah. these clues and kind of help you. All right. So this game costs about ten bucks. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's great for its experience. It was enjoyable. It's one of those that we'll, we'll keep in the collection. It kind of fills a really good niche. Uh, or since I'm trying to get as many of our euphemisms out there as I can, it fills all the holes. Yeah. So I'd recommend like this. tarantula holes, like in the jungle. In the so jungle, you don't get bit by a tarantula while you're do- enjoying delicious cider from <laughs> Urban Orchard. So a little wordy gets a recommendation from me. Nice, yeah. Word, word games are always hit or miss, but I feel like the, so this were. I don't know that it actually plays anything like it, but some of the things you were saying uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, like a code names, but thinking process where where you have to kind of connect yeah word it has that deduction yeah. style but it's i don't know it, it's something special about this this is a good game nice all righty my second one i guess i'm gonna stick to my theme of 
games old, you lost at? Old games that uh, I'm, I revisited. Old classic favorites of mine that I revisited. <laughs> but I'm not going to stick with that for three of them or the rest of them. Uh, and that would be Spring Meadow. Uh, I don't remember if we've played this with you. This nope. is part of the Uwe Rosenberg uh, Polyomino series. Uh, so published by Stronghold Games. Designer is Uwe Rosenberg. No surprise. So this is kind of Polyomino is like the Tetris style game. So you have the pieces that are random Tetris shapes. And this one is actually probably the most like Tetris. Uh it's almost like the pieces are falling down, except you don't have to, they don't drag all the way to the bottom. Hmm. It's more like you can just, they're falling down three-dimensionally on top and you can put them wherever you want. And uh, there's little gopher holes in the ground that you're trying to not cover up Ah. uh, because the gopher holes count as already filled spaces. Ah, I love when they're filled. Yeah. (laughs) You know, these are holes you do not want to fill. Do not fill these holes. Uh, but then there's also some of the Tetris pieces have holes on them. And if you put the hole on top of the gopher hole, that gets you an extra point. Hmm. Uh, so you, you might want to get the extra point or you might want to get the easy like fill. And, and basically what happens is every time a scoring round is triggered, that whoever has the highest, or it's it goes up to your lowest incomplete row. So if you've completed two rows and then have three in your third row, you'd score 23 points. Um, oh, okay. With excluding any of the like whole things. Whereas if some sometimes in a like four player game, I'll try and push it and I'll really make my way up four or five columns, but like have random empty spots that I try to fill later. And so you might score zero points the first couple scoring rounds and then get like 50 and 60. And the points are not cumulative. It's just how many points you got that round and you win or lose. When somebody wins two scoring rounds, they win the game. Hmm. So uh, this is probably our favorite in the uh, Uve Polyomino realm. We okay. haven't played Patchwork, so we can, I can't. What Really? Yeah. Well, Patchwork's only for two players, I think, right? And how many adults live in your house? One? Right, but, but these are for two to four. So I have three games that are two to four. Ugh. Play great at two. So why would I get one that only plays two? That, that's, that's the thought mm. process. Uh, and yeah, so I think this is our favorite. Then probably Cottage Garden and then Indian Summer. Those are all kind of the same. They have little tweaks on the same kind of style game. Yeah. And yeah, I if you don't have any of these... Uh, I would highly recommend this specific one, although I don't know how hard they are to find anymore. Uh, it, this was one that used, it was our go-to for a long, long time. And then yep. it's kind of what happens with our go-tos, like Sagrada, Azul, and this have all, we'll play it 20, 30 times <laughs> and be like, all right, uh, I need a break. I do not want to play this game anymore. Yep. Love Letter fits that bill too. And then pull it out once in a while and you're like, ah. Oh, this is a good game, but I do not want to play it a bunch right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to fall in that same hole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it came back to it. <laughs> yeah. I purchased it. I got it from One-Eyed Jacks, and they oh, nice. used to actually sell games on eBay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen that. I mean, they must not have gone well or something. I, uh, or, or COVID shut that operation down. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. I've got it. I've punched it out. I thought we, I set it up or I learned it for our 
New Year's Eve extravaganza, and we just didn't yeah. get to it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you've played other polyomino games, I don't know that it necessarily brings anything special to the table other than, like, compared to Patchwork, you can play with more players, and it's just as easy. I think this eh, Cottage Garden might be more easily accessible than this, but this one is not that big of a step up. You can teach it to anybody, pretty much. Okay. Well, for my next one, I, I we just did this by pure happenstance, but this is also a game designed by Uwe Rosenberg. It is not a polyomino game. Ooh. It is not a big box game. And it only plays for two players. Is it Caverna? Cave versus Cave? Nope. I don't know if you have that. Is it, it's not Agricola, all creatures big and small? It's not nope. Lahav Inland Port? Nope. See, uh, I, I, I'll just flat out say, I don't think I like Uwe Rosenberg. Mm. I, I don't think I like his designs or just they don't work. Uh, Feast for Odin was good. It wasn't as great as everybody said it was. But this one actually knocked my socks off. And it's actually Bonanza the Duel. Oh, yeah, I did. It's a stupid yeah. game about beans. <laughs> Why is that fun? But boy, is it. All right. So Bonanza the Duel is published by Amigo slash Rio Grande Games. So we played Glass was it uh, Glass Road a few weeks ago. I, I believe that's pronounced Rio Grande. Okay. And <laughs> Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Okay. <laughs> Give me a venti. Give me the large copy. Well, I was just okay? going with the Charlottesville pronunciation. Rio. I know. I don't understand this city Grandy. sometimes. All right. So I wanted to explore a few more of Uwe's games because I, I think I am missing something with his designs. And uh, content creator, shut up and sit down, kept mentioning this game, Bonanza. So I'm going to give it a try for myself. Now, regular Bonanza is a multiplayer version, or you can get this one, which is a dual version. And since I predominantly play with my wife, Veronica, I got the duel. So the rules, I'm not going to get into them. They're a little hard to get through. But essentially, you're planting through, uh, planting these numerical beans. And there's a specific rule set of what number you can plant on another. And you must keep your hand in order of cards drawn. So you can't actually mix up your hand. All right. So a lot of fixed stipulation. All right. So here's the cool part. After you plant a bean, or, t- or two if you want, This is where I call the flop. You flip three cards over. Then you must offer a bean gift to your opponent. Who doesn't love bean gifts? Okay, I'm just saying. So they either accept your bean gift and must plant that bean gift in their plant, in their fields, or they counter with their own bean gift to you. And you're going to navigate this offering until someone accepts a gift or is caught bluffing. That's right, bluffing in a game. You didn't think I like bluffing? I don't, but I like it in this. <laughs> and as you can tell, I really love this game. I was caught off guard by the number of people in Board Game Geek who don't care for it. So if you actually look it up, they don't they don't like it. But the main critique that I read through all these other things, because sometimes I look at reviews to see, what am I missing? What is it? Is it me? Am I the problem? Like whatever that well, meme yes. is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- they said it runs long. But we didn't experience that. Maybe we're not playing to the full potential. Maybe if you play with somebody that plays differently. I don't know. We like games that kind of progress on. But yeah. this truly is another fantastic game. And what's the price point? Ten bucks. Again, it, it's totally surprising that a neat little package, ten bucks, you get a great experience at two players. Did did Have you played the original Bonanza at all? Nope. As a com- 
so I'm wondering if maybe that's the reason they think that. Maybe in comparison to that game. I, I've never played Bonanza the Duel. I've only played the uh, original. Yeah. And, and I was very confused because uh, a lot of creators always said that you could only play it three or more players. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. We, we there, played there's it a two, two players. There is a two-player variant. Box. Yeah. yeah, it's in the rule box. Or the rule box. Uh, you know, the uh, separate I mean, box. You're not used to reading <laughs> rules, so I'm going to let it slide. It's I presume okay. they, I presume they come in a box and you just kind of like grab them out and you're like, oh, the rules. Look, now I see them. Uh, you can see clearly now. <laughs> oh, man. The rain is gone. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. This one, the original Bonanza was fun. Uh, I don't know. This is probably the Uve that didn't knock my socks off, but I mean it's that goes weird. with how it's yeah. I, right. I really I really like Uve games, and this is different from the rest of most Uve games, which is why you like it. I don't well, also, I don't dislike it. I'm just kind of neutral on it. It's the the two the head to head. I like head to head more. Oh, than you that's do. true. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. I played this with just like a little wordy. I actually I showed this one to my mom. She actually wanted to play it. I explained the rules and everything, and she was like, I'm in. I'd, I'd like to play this sometime. I was nice. quite surprised by that. But at the same time, I, I would just destroy her. <laughs> She's too nice. <laughs> I, I would bluff the entire time. She would never call my bluff. I would I would never bean gift her. <laughs> I would never bean gift never. you, Mom. Never. <laughs> and you're my mom, and you would like it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nothing like the special sun between them. It is a special bond. No, her, I'm predominantly in this hobby because of her from all the games I uh, we used to play all the time. We played Scrabble a lot. That was our main go-to. But her and I would play games after my dad went to bed. So yeah, I'm so in this fun. hobby with, with her. I played Patchwork. You talk about another oh, Uwe nice. Bird. I played Patchwork against her, and I think we came out 1-1. She nice. knows her stuff as long as she doesn't kind of give up. Yeah. It's like Veronica. That's what I very yeah, good I thought, at games. Just give yourself credit. Yeah, I think that's a, a lot of people kind of get like bored listening to the rules or, or something like that, and just need a practice game basically. And as and as long as they are comfortable like having a practice game where they're just learning to learn the rules, uh, they'll be fine in the next one. Which is exactly what happened in my fi- final. Game oh, that I'm going to talk about. Was this a game that you won? I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I have won this game. I don't know what, what you're thinking. Oh, I'm thinking about. of a different game. Oh. I think so. Uh-oh. All right, well, so what's this one? I'm going to talk about Riverside, oh. which is published by Chili Fox Games. Designed. I, I picked this because I want to talk about uh, a, a little Norwegian pronunciation history oh, okay. that, I ha- okay. that I got to learn about. <laughs> Designed by Eilif Svensson and Aisman Svensson. Aismund is the one I want to talk about specifically because his name starts with an A with an over ring, which I have only seen in Scandinavian. So I wanted to learn about this a little quick lesson for those that want to learn about Scandinavian. Slash will actually understand a little bit more next time they go to Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the A with an over ring is just like a long A sound. So it, they uh, in Scandinavian, no, it's A. Uh, Isn't that long A? Uh, Short A is A. You got to keep Long this a. audio in. <laughs> <laughs> but in Scandinavian, you can, uh, sorry, Danish and Norwegian. 
I know Scandinavian's not one, so I was just using all of them because all three of them use this A with O. Stereotyping. Oof. Uh, so use this 2A instead of the A with an overring. But in Denmark, or sorry, in Norway, it is illegal to spell with the AA. You have to spell with the A with an overring. Just so it's, it's abolished since 1917. And I thought that was interesting. So, 1970. Right. So literally during World War II or World War I, World everybody's War I. fighting. And they're like, you know what? Let's pass this law. This is our chance. That's politicians for you, man. They're oh, like, gosh. Let's just give the people some relief from the war and start a fight about how to spell in our language instead. Yeah. Man. <laughs> no wonder we left that continent. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought that was funny. A uh, little thing to learn. So That's why I picked to talk about this game instead of, I think, the one you were thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Riverside is a roll and write that is a new, pretty new release. Um Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to get your hands on. Uh, we, I think we both got it from Fun Again Games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still in stock. but uh, So th- this was th- mostly European distribution, I think is why. But anyways, so this is a uh, roll, roll and write game where you are riverboat operators on like an Alaskan or Norwegian or some sort of Arctic cruise. And you're trying to take passengers to the best shore excursions and everybody's using the same dice to do so. So you'll roll six dice and this one green die, which is called the Aurora Borealis die. And so then with the six die that you roll, you find what the median is. The median is how far the boat moves along the river. Ah, oh, so and not based on the green die? Like not, some based idiot? On, not based on the green die, like oh, some okay. idiot. <laughs> we'll just blame Rado. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I think Richard Ham. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and and then everybody gets to pick from the same dice. And if you pick one that's above the median, you have to, uh, cross out gas flames to heat those people up. And so you can only take... Heat them up? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, they don't want to be cold out there, so you got to heat them up. Oh God, it sounded like you were going (laughs) to roast them. burning people. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, I I don't know, this is, it's kind of, you know, timing when to... Uh, Burn the people. high dice. The high dice first. Just stick with the low dice, and it's pretty combo-y. This one's got a lot of like. Every time you finish a row of tickets, you'll get an extra two, one or two tickets to cross, or one or two passengers to cross off somewhere else. And then um, every time you finish, there's like these pink ones. And when you finish the royal passengers, those get you special powers. I don't know. You, I don't think you thought it was as combo-y as I did. No. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, maybe it's different when you play it, uh, the way that people who, you know, actually know how to read rule books. Wow. Ooh. I thought I they were called rule boxes. I don't do it a lot, but when I do it, I do it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> talking smack. <sighs> this one was, something. so, so anyways, yeah, this one was pretty fun. I think it's a little bit limited on replayability for me, um, and my taste. Uh, I, I think I played this about six or seven times when we were in Michigan and about, I think I played it no, four times without the extended board and three times with the extended board, I think is what I did. I prefer the shorter board actually hmm. um, to the extended board because I found when I extended it, I could easily achieve everything every mm. time or like, I mean, not everything just short is like one or two boxes short, which, yeah. uh, so that was less fun, but 
what made me think of the whole um, learning game thing was this. My mom uh, played this with us and did a learning game, and then she got the highest score that anyone got the whole in her nice. second game. In the in the seven times I played, she got like four hundred and fifty something, and we were like, wow. It wow. was on the extended board as the caveat, but still, wow. still, she only missed one, one circle. Man. So, have you played it two players? Yes, that was the first time we played it here. Well, in what is Virginia. your thought at two players? I don't think it's very different. Two, three, the captain or bonus. More. Oh, the captain bonus. That's right. Yes, I prefer. The captain bonus in the two-player game to any other because it is almost irrelevant in any other game wow. because it's so in a two-player game it's a thirty-point thing. Yes. So you were not going to ignore the cathedrals. Correct. In a four-player game, you will completely ignore the cathedrals because you're not thinking of it as thirty points. You're thinking of it as fifteen now. Yeah. And so I don't know if I. It, maybe that's not the correct way to think about it. I didn't prefer the captain's bonus. I just prefer the uh, leverage that it puts on the cathedral mm. thing. That it makes it actually worth my time to go visit that now. As, as opposed to being like, uh, yeah, I'm just never going to do this. Because I can always get 15 points wherever yeah. else I go. But w- once you're halfway through the game. Um, yeah, sorry. I didn't really explain how we score or anything. Uh, so that might, might not make it's, sense. It's but, all clustered. It's yeah. tough. It's, I don't know. I didn't like it. No, yeah, it's fine. I I thought I was really going to enjoy it. It, It's a fine game, but I think both of us were just kind of meh. Yeah. As I told Nicole, it's a roll and write. Those are easy to stay in the collection. But if I ever got to the point of of calling my roll and write collection, this would probably leave. We played it twice in Asheville. We played it twice here. It's fine. We enjoyed it, but it wasn't... I don't know if we're going to play a com. I love those combos. I don't know how you're yeah. creating these combos because I, I just couldn't. If we're going to do, if we're going to go that route, yeah, I did it. Yeah. We're going to say that's pretty clever. We're going to do something else. Yeah. This just, I don't know. It's a good no, game. I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I, I think it's, it's good. I will keep it. I, if I get rid of it, it's probably going to be a gift to my mom. And, yeah. and that way I'll play it with her because it's, it's a combo y game that she knows how to play already. Um, and she's com- she likes to play the same games as like when, when we come to town. We'll play Sagrada and Azul nice. and just one. And so, yeah, I tried to take a quick glance over and I, yeah, I, I think I agree. It doesn't feel any like I'd rather play Fleet or any of the clever games mm-hmm. as far as combo goes. And then like it doesn't feel that light, not very thinky style rolling right either or it's not like a spatial game like cartographers so i don't i don't know yeah i i don't think it fills any any holes that have not been filled in my collection Ooh, that's good uh too bad you had it in the collection <laughs> well that's the games we've been playing here on our relish episode but you said something about a special announcement was it not about urban orchard <laughs> yeah so this was something that I brought up to you about like three weeks ago, I think, uh, is I am going to need to take a pause on uh, recording and mostly editing the the podcast. Uh, just been hard to fit into the schedule with the uh, homeschool and working from home. And 
So I, I think we're aiming to just take a break over the summer, a very extended summer break, and then see where we're at in the fall. Because yep. uh, we decided we are going to send Ava to uh, like public schools for kindergarten for this next year. So nice. So having one less child will help a lot, and then I think that'll give you some time to kind of settle into. Uh, a routine, at least, hopefully, with private practice, and maybe not with the baby. But I was going to say that's going to be a different ball game. Yeah. So, so it might be a little bit longer than that to make sure Josh gets through like the first twelve to sixteen weeks, which are you never know. It depends on the kid. Yeah, I'm going to be peeing a bunch of diapers. It's going to be rough. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not supposed to be using diapers. Oh, okay. You can. I mean, if you want to. They do make men's depends, but it, yeah, you get an awkward glance when you ask the guy at Target where they are. I think it would Not also that be that. hard to do it. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's super easy. But uh, I mean, maybe somebody's missing out. You know, <laughs> think about this. This is a way to increase productivity. So you're you're a, a smart man with the math. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm an operations guy. Yeah. All right, everybody. Smart. Diapers. Yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Easy investment. They just need to be environmentally friendly. I think well, there, okay. there'd be a huge push against that. We get cloth ones. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, anyways, oh, that, that's the that's the breaking news. We, yeah. it's one of those that we could continue the podcast, but we like to think that our listeners have come to acknowledge that we try to create a high quality product. Andrew does a fantastic job with editing. The the music is top notch and it's something that I, I can't match it. I, I don't have that skill. <laughs> I, I can't. Honestly, we looked at oh, getting thanks. some more guest people to fill his holes. Oh wait, that was something else. Uh, to fill his <laughs> well, I spot. Do not want <laughs> people filling my holes. <laughs> and um yeah, that 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 one wasn't gonna work out. So we just decided let's keep it professional. Uh, we were trying to make it out to one full year. We're, we're close. We're not quite there what, yet. We're we're fifty weeks, one yeah. episode short. So we're not quite the birth of a full elephant baby, but we're, we're getting there. And uh, we just wanted to go ahead and make the announcement now and kind of prepare everybody. But keep tuning in. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. Last time I published on Instagram, but. I'm still going to try to stay relevant, still try to t- stay active. And heck, probably as I stay up in the middle of the night with the baby crying and trying to <laughs> what feed off of my do? breast. Yeah, because yeah, you can milk anything with nipples, according to yeah. Meet the Parents. Greg? It's it's perfect. So I'll, I'll try to still post on Instagram. We'll have a new gaming table by then in our new house. So I'll yeah, try to, so to post stuff. So uh, Yeah, and then you can have face-to-face. Well, Mike already gives us or or does see you face-to-face. For now. Yeah, Yeah. he's sick of seeing my face. You should have seen him the other day. I walked in, he just started crying. (laughs) It wasn't tears of joy. Oh, boy. Well, that's that's the big news. So thanks for tuning in to tonight's episode, and hopefully you got to see some of the games we've been playing over the kind of extended little period here, and we'll see you all on the flip side. Because we can't oh see you in a gosh, Fortnite. We can't see you in a Fortnite. Well, we mean like the Fortnite video game. Do we? No. Do we know? I think that's what we, I always thought that's what we meant. Oh, gosh. We'll see you in an Elden <laughs> Ring. <laughs> yeah, complete Elden <laughs> Ring and then come we're, back and see us. We'll see you once you've beat Elden Ring, all of the Dead Souls game or whatever. De- not Dead Souls. Dark um, Souls. Dark Souls, yeah. Dead Souls. What are you? That's you're like burning people. You've got <laughs> Dead Souls. If tonight. you beat Dead Souls, let me know where to get this game. <laughs> That's Jesus. 
Or oh. you have to make it, so that, that gives us a long time. That does. Bethesda's, or I don't even know who creates those games. Um, oh, I don't remember. I uh, just saw something about it, because they reached out to... Uh, to you? You're famous. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They were like, don't you have a podcast? About like, board yes, games yes. that might be coming to an end for <laughs> yeah, temporary reasons? Yeah. We'd like to give you a million dollars to oh, stop perfect. I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's what happened, Josh. Sorry. I got a million dollars to can exit. You know, if I only had a million dollars, <laughs> I'd be rich. Yeah. But you know that song? I yeah, do. Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. I, I, I Come never on. know with you. You're you're young and <laughs> Yo, you're younger than you get. Maybe too. But thanks everybody for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. But uh, feel free to reach out to us at our Gmail account, which is Meeple Night Podcast at gmail.com. That's Meeple, M E E P L E N I G H T P O D C A S T at gmail.com. You can spell. Maybe we can play a little wordy together. Uh, yeah. You can also reach out to Instagram, Meeple Night, or at Meeple Night, right? And then yeah. uh, Facebook, that's that's Ned. Nah, don't do that. Yeah. You could probably <laughs> you tweet us now. Elon Musk owns Twitter. So that's did cool. He, did he successfully get He it? successfully bought it. Oh, I didn't see that news yet. Yeah. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see everybody on the flip side. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And good luck. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Meeple Night. Today's episode was recorded in Charlottesville, Virginia on April 25th. 2022 and uploaded using anchor our theme music is all night by declan dp provided by audio library plus which provides free and safe music for content creators for all the latest from maple night follow us on instagram join our facebook group or email us at maple night podcast at gmail.com we'll be back in sometime in the future so until then dream a little dream of games